Luis Carlos of Living Fire joins The Antidote. Thanks so much for meeting with us. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here, Dave. And uh, that special moment for me and for Living Fire, it's be a pleasure to be here with you. You know, I've met someone from Sao Paulo, and he told me that the city is just huge. Now, I guess that every city has negatives and positives. What's the best and the worst of Sao Paulo? Sao Paulo is a huge city, you know. We got more than 20 million people living here. Wow. And there's some, yeah, yeah. And there's some great things you can do here because the city is open 24 7. So you got a lot of cultural options to see, food from almost every country in the world. And if you want to go to the movies at three o'clock in the morning, I can show you a place to you. Or if you want to go to church, at the same time, I can show to you where to go as well. Anything you want, anything you time, you can find here. But as a big city, we got a lot of problems. We got a, an awful traffic jam, high crime rates, a lot of people living misery and all that kind of bad stuff uh, like a big city can do, can, can be. But as the old timer music says, I may not like the city, but I love the city. <laughs> I know that song. So you do enjoy living in Sao Paulo? Pretty much, pretty much. I grew up here and how, how I can say I, I started a band here. The city gave me everything I have. I met Jesus here. So I'm pretty thankful to Sao Paulo with all its problems. But that's my city. That's, that's the place I want to make history with my family and show some good things to my son. Now, I'm always interested in hearing about how a band began. And I know that Living Fire started in 2005. But what's changed with the band between then and now? Uh, Living Fire was created in 2005, and in the beginning, was just a evangelistic project with no fixed lineup, except for me. I used to play bass and sing at that time. In the beginning, it was just for fun, you know? I want to record an album because I had no knowledge about any Christian punk bands. Internet at that time sucks, so I didn't know old-timers the way... Officer Negative, Flat Foot at the time. So I just want to record a CD to, to listen to my music, the kind of music I used to, to like, you know. And 2010, when David Arrow invited us to be part of Tumper Punk Records, uh, I just invited some friends to play with me. But uh, two years ago, my wife got pregnant, so I prefer to spend more time with her then been practicing or playing. I was starting to record our second album. So I invite a good friend, Rafael, to play bass with us. So today, Living Fire is Michelle on drums. Michelle is our um, music producer. I have Murillo and Wesley playing guitars. And these guys are with me since 2010. And Rafael from two years ago. The music of Living Fire is often described as JCHC, but I don't know that everyone yeah. knows what that means. Can you explain that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Officer Negative is a really nice band, and they record a song named Jesus Christ Hardcore. Since then, 
JCAC became the term to describe any Christian hardcore punk music. Any kind of Christian hardcore can be described as Jesus Christ hardcore. I guess that's why many skinheads like our shows, because we don't, we don't play just hardcore. We play street punk and a little bit of oi. So we can join punks and most of them non-Christian persons, but all they like JCHC music. And how popular is punk music in Brazil? Oh, punk rock in Brazil is not so popular as heavy metal is. We have great JCHC's band here, but I guess the metal bands are most popular. But hardcore people, especially the Christian ones, are very faithful public. So wherever the bands go, we have a lot of people with us. But I guess Brazil is a pretty much a heavy metal country. Okay, when you go to play a show, are you playing at a church or are you playing at a club? I used to play wherever they, they invite us. I, I don't care if you are playing in the church, in the bar, in a pub, in a street festival. We just go. Uh, last month, we played in a non-Christian place. And uh, last December, we were playing in a huge church, about 22,000 people. Wow. Uh, watching us play in that church, but we play in the bars. Uh, I prefer to take the band outside the church because that people need to, to hear our message. But I, I, I don't care. If people invite us, we just go. I don't care about money. Most of the time, we pay to play, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I really don't care about money. I just want to spread my message through my music, and that's it. We make some money. Uh, selling CDs on iTunes, and we use that money to to pay our expenses to play. So sometimes people invite us, oh, I don't have money to pay. I just say, you have money to pay the gas? No, I don't have. So just pay a soda and a burger for us, and we go. <laughs> just play for food. Basically that, basically that, just play for food. I really want to talk about how you record your music. Your native language is Portuguese, but your first two albums, Jesus Rules and Dead to Sing, were both recorded in English. Wasn't that difficult for you to do? It was pretty difficult uh, to, to sing. You know, To me, write the, the lyrics in English is easier than in Portuguese. And also, I have my good mate Don Danecker from Times to help me with the grammar. But to sing, it, that's a huge deal to me because I have this pretty hard accent and sometimes the word doesn't come to my mouth and it was very difficult to record those albums. But I believe to sing in English, even with my hard accent, opened the doors to, to living fire worldwide. You know, there are a lot of people who like our music in Europe and in the North and Latin America as well. So the whole idea to sing in English is to show our music outside Brazil. And what about your fans? Like, do Brazilians like having English lyrics? Uh, there are two kinds of people here in Brazil. Most of punk rock we listen here in Brazil are from U.S. and England. So there was no surprise when they listened to us singing in English. 
Of course, there were some complaints about our Brazilian band not singing praise and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but most of the guys like our music. And if you look at YouTube in our channel, in YouTube, you, you see a lot of people singing with us. The people go to the stage, grab the microphone, steal the microphone from me and sing even with accents worse than mine. So <laughs> there was no big deal. But a small part of people doesn't like them. But just a small part. Most of them uh, enjoy our music, I guess. Well, I guess the English lyrics would make your music more likely to be popular in North America. Do you think you guys would ever have any plans on performing in the States or in Canada? Yeah, you know, we don't care about money. It's pretty difficult to, to save some money to go there. Uh, Brazil is going through a very difficult economical moment here and the expenses is pretty high here. We had planned to go this October to North America, to California, but we need to abort, you know. We need to uh, wait the things setting down here so to make plans to go outside Brazil. I mentioned earlier that the first albums by Living Fire were recorded in English. But you've changed that around by recording your new album, O Eterno Agora, in Portuguese. Is that going to change anything for the band? Uh, this album, O Eterno Agora, that means the eternal now in English, uh, was a gift to our Brazilian friends who follow the band. Nothing changed. Um, uh, First hand, I can say to you, our next album we are planning to, to record, will be a double pack, one CD in English and another one in Portuguese. But nothing's changed. We just want to make something for our Brazilian friends here, you know? That's why we record an album in Portuguese. So you guys will need to, to put up with my terrible accent a little bit more, I guess. <laughs> Your accent is very easy to understand. Thank you. You're, you're pretty kind. Since I know no Portuguese whatsoever, is the message on your new album, on Eterna Agora, is still the same as your first albums? Every single word was taken from the Bible, I can assure you. The message is still the same. One thing Living Fire does is pick the, the, the whole lyric from Bible. Now, that's the message we want to we wanna spread, the Bible. So you can hear our first lyricals. That one is the same. Even uh, there is two songs that they are old hymns. Uh, I can't remember the name in English of the dreams are uh, music. You know, uh, the message is, is the same. There is just one message to spread. That's the message of the gospel. That's the good news about Jesus. Living fire, keep doing the same thing, and you will do. But is playing your music fun also, or is it just meant to be a ministry? We, we don't see the band as a ministry. We just are Christian guys who have that fire in the heart to spread the news, you know? Uh, I, I don't care about being part of a political ministerial or something like that. I used to be a skinhead. I don't like politicians, so I don't like to put that, that stamp on me, like a living fire is a ministry. Because when we go out church to play, people doesn't see us as a ministry or part of church, but they respect a lot our message, you know? 
And when people say, yeah, I, I tried to, to visit your church, but I, I didn't like it. I say, don't worry, go to the next church. I have no, no intent to take people to my, to my church. I have intention to take people to the church, not to my church specifically. No, that's why we don't see the band as a ministry. I just want to show Jesus Christ to the people. That's the band intention. It's a lot of fun to play. It's a lot of fun to go in, into a mosh pit. It's a lot of fun. But we can, as Jesus allows us to spread the news in that way, that way we will spread. So we, we, we need to point Christ to the people. Christ is the target. Christ is our main goal. So we need to show to the people you can live in a positive way. You don't need drugs and you don't need boots. Uh, you just need Jesus Christ to be happy. That is what we want to show to the people. Amen. Amen. You know, I have been wondering if you guys are actually crazy, though. I know you talked about playing for free, but now you're yeah. giving away your latest album for free. Don't you want to make yes. any money at all? Uh as I told you before, we just want to spread the good news about Jesus and talk about his love and his grace. And how can I charge for something I receive for free? Two first album will make some money. And you use that money to keep playing for free, to helping people to know the gospel. You see, last show we played, we gave 50 CDs for free. And the next one we are playing to give 200 CDs completely for free. Sometimes people ask me for a, a shirt, and I see if I have some money, I will not give some prejudice to my family. I give that shirt. You know, I give CDs. I guess I, I give more CDs than I sell. So we received the salvation for free. How can I charge to, to share that salvation? How can I charge to share Jesus' love and his grace? That thing is not in my heart. And speaking about your music, is there one particular Living Fire song that you could say that sums up everything about your music and the band? Jesus is not dead. That's the song who describes what we believe. Jesus is not dead. If you, if you know the lyrics, you see what I'm talking about. Well, I guess we're going to play it right now so everybody's going to find out what it is all about. Yeah, it's all about Jesus. That's the most played Living Fire song. And the other one that I've played the most is Adore the Lord. Yeah, that, that's the, our two most popular songs. You know, anytime people invite us to, to play, even just one song, they say, you can play Just Not Dead for us? I say, for sure I can. Uh, play two songs, Just Not Dead, I Want Too Large. Three songs, Just Not Dead again? And that, that's how I go. I love that song. I love that song. I've got a final question for you, Lewis. Why is Christian punk music important? Or why should it be important? To play punk rock allows us to take our message uh, in some place where Christian music would never be played. So punk rock allows us to read people who never got into a church. I guess that's the most important part of our job, you know? To, to show through our music, our way of life, our beliefs, you know, and to play punk rock allow us to do that. Uh, sometimes when you used to sing just in English, 
we go to play in some pubs and people could not understand why those crazy guys are playing and going through the mosh pit uh, without a single beer at the end of the show. God bless you. Jesus can take you to the home in peace. And people realize we're Christians and come talk to us and know about how can a punk rock band could be so aggressive playing and so um, heart open. And I don't know if you can understand the expression in English, but uh, that's, that's how to play Christian punk music. It's important to show Christ in place where it can reach people. That's great. And it's also been great meeting with you, Louis, and hearing all about Living Fire. Thanks for coming on The Antidote. Thank you for the invitation, Dave. And once more to you and to the people who are listening to us, it's be a pleasure to be here with you.